The heart and soul of archetypal somatics is through inner work. We enter soma and discover what's there, what's been hidden, and what wants to emerge right now so that it can be held by our conscious awareness. Join me for one-on-one coaching. You can also find other coaches on my website and let's journey together. Hi, I'm Melissa and you are listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. Learn about archetypal somatics a new modality for working deeply with symbol and soul through soma you can find a lot of info about courses and coaching with me in the show notes of each episode find me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and at synchrosoma.com now let's dive in It may feel sometimes daunting to be working with these themes that return again and again, or the issues that return again and again. Maybe they come in different ways. Maybe it seems like there's a replaying of similar circumstances with new people in a new place, but it's like, here I am again in this issue. And uh, some of that is childhood stuff, you know, for sure. There could be like, um, big things that happened or, or, you know, um, traumas or painful dynamics in the family or something like that. And it can feel like, okay, this is now my wound and it comes up in relationships or something like that. And, This is true, and I'm here to say that uh, one thing that does happen is this evolution when we are attending to things through our empowered state, then even things that are so-called trauma can become our initiation and we can actually make these themes part of our entire personal myth that is helping us to evolve. And this is the way I like to think about it. And this is the way that it really does help us to kind of organize when we're doing shadow integration practices, when we're working with shadow, when we're, when we're in a place of this whole waking dream is mine and I am uh, reading it and I'm working with the symbols and I'm particularly doing it somatically. So that's what I'm promoting here on this podcast is that we do things somatically, that we've come out of working with just mind and talking and thinking, and and we're coming out of being a victim or disempowered. You know, maybe that's a better way of terming this is that you know, when I'm empowered, I'm not going to be a victim to it. I'm going to be empowered or disempowered. So if I'm empowered, then that means that anything that ever is going on isn't something that I am uh, uh, lower than or it doesn't have a higher status than me. I can attend to it. 
So a lot of these themes say, so let's say you, you right now you can kind of like conjure a little bit your personal myth and, and kind of think about the themes there. And of course, like I always say, if you go back through these episodes, there's deeper dives on certain things like personal mythology and reading the waking dream. And, you know, you can go back and, and add to this content here. And I always suggest that you respond to these. It's not just about, uh, hearing me and then going on about your day and not doing the work. There's an episode called the work. Uh, the, the point of this is not entertainment. I'm not entertaining here. I'm not here to just like make your your train ride a little bit more entertaining. I'm I'm really hoping that whoever's out there listening is is doing the work and putting you know, this is the thing about this world is that I would say 90 95% of us are just sort of going about our life and not really uh caring too much about improvements. Maybe we're even devolving. You know, we're just sort of like coping or or even um, committing crimes, you know. So I'm actually in the, I'm on the path of offering some, some chi so that people could take up the sword of consciousness training and get to work, get getting more of what you are here to do in your life and you know, that's my job. That's my contribution is to inspire that a little bit, hopefully. Um, so, so these big themes that are happening in your reality, uh, it's like the, there's an elephant, you know, and, and you've heard that, that saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's kind of like, this giant thing that keeps returning and maybe it returns in, you know, a, um, painful new experience and, or maybe here it is again, you know, with this part of my life and, you know, money problems, for example, they can come up, um, with all kinds of settings, you know, not just, uh, in my job situation, like I don't make enough money, but I can actually have situations where I keep paying or I didn't know I was paying for this or, you know, things are really expensive and everybody's experiencing that by the way, or it could be, you know, some kind of dynamic in my life that, comes up thematically through symbols, you know, the same symbols returning again and again and again. And this is the elephant. And, and I've talked about riding dragons. I, you could listen to that episode. When we, when we ride our themes, when we ride our elephant through life, we're not trying to solve the problem. This is the big difference between uh, some kind of modalities and therapeutics that try to fix us and being a shadow stalker or somebody who works with shadow or somebody who essentially fuels their evolution with 
both conscious things that are light and conscious things that are dark or unconscious things that are dark. We are we are eating the darkness in order to be fueled and evolve. I like the Enneagram a lot because it's a character typing system, not a personality typing system. There's 8 billion personalities on the planet, but there's like nine character types and their subtypes, 27 total, I think, in the Enneagram system, which is kind of um, helpful. So uh, let's say you're a two and there's other twos that you know. There's You don't have the same personality, but there'll be some similarities in character. And I almost feel like the elephant that, you know, comes up in this personal work theme. Like, what do, I, what do I have to work on? There are some clues in Enneagram. So if I'm a fear type, for example, like a five and five, six or seven fear types, then I know that some of my elephant theme, it has to do with um, working with fear. And working with fear somatically is really the ideal thing to do. Um, or let's say I'm a two, three, four, maybe uh, image or materialism is part of my main theme. So I am understanding my elephant a little bit. The, the wounding comes in here. The blind spots come in here. It's just a really helpful tool. So you, you may not need that. You may be able to sit down and go, okay, my, my complex, you know, it's kind of another way of talking about a complex, like say my, um, father issues. It's my complex. I have a complex around the, say I have a utopia complex, check out utopia dystopia, uh, that, that episode, um, so you figure out what your complex is and part of this character blind spot, you know, blind spots in your character. Um, you know, the six fixation is interesting because there's a lot of paranoia there. And if you happen to be a six, there's this, um, major blind spot around believing your mind reading or believing your your conclusions that you draw about other people and that they're true and that you're um, in danger, you know, stuff like that. And then you've got proof from your childhood, these things happened to you. And, you know, again and again, the same situation happens. And so it's proving to you again and again and again, and digging you deeper and deeper and deeper into this, you know, paranoia or fixation. Um, so the antidote, you know, from my perspective is to come into witness consciousness so that I've stepped outside of fixation. I'm not fixed anymore and I'm not trying to fix myself anymore. I'm coming out of that and I've got a lot more flexibility now because I can start to, uh, decode and stock. And if you want to know how to do more decoding and stalking, get Shadow Stalking 101. Probably, I'm guessing that most people that listen to these episodes have gotten that um, course, which is in the show notes. But if you haven't, uh, it's really just so foundational, the work in there that, you know, at this point, 
Like if, if you don't have those skills, you know, work with me, get the course, get, get going on the somatic work so that you have real tools at your disposal whenever you want to work with your, um, theme to ride that elephant. And, and so witnessing so that you know which steps to take, that's the big deal. So I, I come into witness, I do my somatic work, which is very, very revealing. It, it can be very, very different, contrasted to what my conscious mind thinks is going on. And the thing that's digging me deeper and deeper into character fixation or into blame or disempowerment, you know, all of that kind of stuff um, won't happen when I get myself out of that trap and into real feeling and real um, experience and real communication with Soma. So if I've got my, um, you know, and the, the motto, the synchrosoma motto is inside first. So that's why we go in and we attend to Soma. So if I stop taking like actions that or are more like reactions, like I'm trying to fix something in the outer world or fix something about myself. And I do the, the inner work first, go, go listen to inner work episode. You know, I go inside first, I attend, I'm witnessing, I'm starting to organize the data here. I'm starting to have a very different relationship to my own character, my own thought processes, my own, I've got metacognition running and I should probably do an episode about metacognition, but that means I'm thinking about how I'm thinking. I'm starting to, to discern and scrutinize a little bit differently my own way of thinking so that I can become free of those patterns that are probably outdated and not working anymore. And once I have been able to really organize the data, then I've got right action. Then, then I can take action. And that's um, where I have really started to drive my elephant rather than being dragged around by it or being confronted in a tiny space by it or uh, suddenly I, I flip the lights on and there's an elephant, you know, <laughs> like that. I'm no longer being surprised by my elephant. Oh, here it is again. I am totally like hand in hand walking through the uh, plains in the heat, in the cold, and I've got the benefit of this elephant because as we know, that spirit animal is a lot about memory. So I've got the benefit of that data and I am um, cruising. So uh, that's sort of a roundabout um, way of talking about how to work with our big themes and hopefully um, we're all going to be taking this up as the work, as the great work, the great health to attending to this reality. We're all in and we're all sharing, riding our elephants. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. 
I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.